0: you could join us for episode 129 of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. My name is Dave and I'm joined as always by my co-host Wayne as we continue or rather return to our analysis of James Cameron's cyberpunk thriller Dark Angel starring Jessica Alba, Michael Weatherly, and hopefully in the next episode, Ashley Scott. She's not in this one. No, she's not.
1: See, we missed but her.
0: We did. Uh, tonight we're here to discuss episode seven of season two titled Some Assembly Required. But before we get to that, Wayne and I just want to remind you that we, of course, love to hear from you via email at sci-fi tv rewatch at gmail.com or at the website where you can leave a voicemail via the speak pipe tab. You can record your own audio clip and send the MP3 as an attachment or just send us a tweet at sci-fi tv rewatch. Uh, Taltos did that today about a, uh, a new time travel movie that's being, I guess, uh, I guess they're going to direct it, the guys that did the Lego movie. I'll, I'll, I'll post a link to it, okay. but it sounds like it's going to be a, a TV show maybe. I, I read it real quickly. It was just before we came on the air. And then, of course, as always, we'd encourage you to join the Facebook group and join the discussions there. So, you know, we were talking about it earlier. It's been so long since we did Dark Angel. You know, some of the names even were getting a bit fuzzy, but it didn't take long to get back in that world. No, not long at all. But it was uh, there were some things that,
1: as you said, that seemed like they happened a long time ago, which they did to us. But actually, was just last episode.
0: Yeah, and you know, uh, look, we both love Firefly. I, th- I think you love Firefly more than I do. I mean, I, I, a lot of people consider it the their favorite sci-fi show, the best sci-fi. I mean, I really like it, no question. But we'd both seen it. And, and obviously right. you this was your fourth or fifth viewing Can't, I don't as opposed yeah. yeah as opposed to Dark Angel where we're both seeing it for the first time Absolutely. so there's yeah there's see, something really
1: exciting exciting about exactly. that there's definitely excitement there when you're um, you know seeing something for the very first time and you don't know what to expect and uh, yeah it's cool it was good it's good to be back I I, uh, I miss these characters it's nice to see them again and kind of be part of their world again
0: yeah exactly there were i mean i really enjoy this world i mean i look i think we're both big dystopia fans and uh you know as much as we criticized you know, like season one why don't they clean up their damn city um i still love the world um, sure. well I,
1: I didn't criticize it for that i just criticized yeah. them for having like the same set like every time you
0: know well usually when i say we i mean me right, but right. <laughs> anyway but then you drag me down with you man i hear you i know um i i, I did want to point out one thing you know michael and i we're fortunate enough to do an interview with Simon Barry, kind of as a uh, you know a follow up to the end of Continuum. And I just wanted to throw out there, you know, he wasn't able to tell us a lot about this production company that he started, which is called Reality Distortion Field. And I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. But uh, he's got, uh, oh, I think he, I think he said funny. as many as ten shows that are in some phase of development. And the only one he was able to mention. Is apparently there's a a trilogy, a book trilogy called the Starbound trilogy, and they're developing it for TV. I, I got the impression it's still a year away, but it really sounded fascinating. I'm I'm gonna track down the book if I can.
1: Okay, yeah, because uh, Michael wanted me to like uh, Reality Distortion, and uh, I had, I didn't know what it was. I hadn't listened to that that podcast yet.
0: Oh, okay. And, and you know, there's not much at that website. Actually, I don't think there's anything other than it just says like one of those like works in progress, but but it is going to come soon and sounds really exciting. But all right. Talk about exciting. We haven't been able to talk too much. Heck, even at work, we don't get to talk all that much about what we uh, are watching because they're working us to death, man. I've only gone to lunch like maybe twice in the last two weeks. So I know. All right. So what are you watching?
1: All right, what am I watching? Man, we got time. That's going to take an hour in itself. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I got my zombie movies, my films, uh, shows, right? Uh, Z Nation was awesome. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I'm actually almost done writing a uh, take five uh, that's going to include talking a little bit about the zombie films. Nice. Uh, TV shows. So, uh, but yeah, so I got um, you know, Walking Dead has come back. Um, and before that, we had Fear of the Walking Dead, which actually was Okay. It was uh, it was different. It took place in the city, uh, so it was okay. Z Nation, awesome. Walking Dead, awesome. So, I Zombie, like probably, I don't know. It's with Flash. It, it might be now my second favorite show. Well, third. God, Doctor Who is always number one.
0: God, no wonder you're so far behind. Every time I ask you, did you see the episode? Like, it's like God, you got like four damn zombie shows to keep. Yeah, I know.
1: With. I got the zombie shows are really uh, taking up a lot of my time. You know.
0: Now, how is Z Nation? I mean, obviously, you wouldn't have stuck with it if it wasn't pretty good. Yeah, it's but.
1: good. It's good. It's funny because uh, my son, Sean, like two weeks ago, I sat down to watch Z Nation. He just was kind of walking through the room and just kind of sat down and watched it and sat there for the whole episode. Had never seen an episode before and was just kind of coming into the middle of things. And, uh, you know, he really liked it. So it's it's a really good show. It's I don't know if it's like the deepest show I've seen. I think I've just moved it. It, it was... I had it in the guilty pleasure category for a long time where I, you know, just really didn't care about it. You know, would watch it and like, you know, I mean, like, I cared. It was okay. It was enjoyable, but not that deep. And I didn't really, I wasn't really invested in it that much. But I think it's moving up the charts into an actual show that uh, I'm, I'm really kind of getting into it and look forward to seeing it. And it's on the serious
0: side. I mean, it's not.
1: Um. Well, yes and no. Okay. It's, it's. Uh, I would call it like black comedy. Okay. so there are it is there's a lot of stuff like they have uh oh, what they call z weed okay right so it's like marijuana that they've uh, uh what did they use to grow i think they grew it from like they fertilized the ground with like zombies or something like that and they grew this marijuana and it's like the the most awesome marijuana and so
0: okay uh, so not as far out as Shaun of the dead no no okay
1: but it's it's out there and it's dark and and main characters die all the time. You know, it's just uh, wow. it's crazy.
0: All right, well, well, let me ask you about a show I know we both watch. Yes. Uh, so what how, what are you feeling with Arrow these days? You know, that's an excellent question, Dave. <laughs> um, yeah, I still like Arrow,
1: but you know, like whereas last year, if you would ask me about this time of the year, whether I liked Arrow or the Flash more, and which one, if I if I said, okay, tonight you can only watch one show, is going to be Arrow or Flash? Last year in Heartbeat I'd say Arrow. This year in Heartbeat I'd say The Flash. Yeah,
0: I know. How about
1: that? Yeah. Um Flash is awesome. Flash is right, flat but- out, really is coming on like the mob, man. Like it's just that that show has really uh has really gotten into a its groove and it's really rocking. Whereas I think Arrow's kinda going the other way where they've kind of lost their direction and now it's like a soap opera.
0: Yeah, I mean look, I, I- Obviously we've got Oliver and Felicity together and you know for me Mr. shipper you know I like that but that's not the problem I mean that that aspect of it is fine No I'm not a shipper but I'm I'm, I'm I like the the Felicity
1: you know I think it's pretty yeah, cool Yeah
0: it's the other stuff like you said it just kind of lost its direction that I, I don't know I, you know I'm not feeling any of the bad guys really Yeah well but they got um Oh, what's the guy's name?
1: Neil McDonough uh, It's the new bad guy. Um, on the, did you ever see Bandit Brothers? I did, yeah. Okay, so he was uh, Buck Compton in uh, in Bandit Brothers, which now, I mean, that was like 15 years ago. Did you realize Bandit Brothers was like 15 years ago? Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? I didn't, yeah. So I have a special place in my heart for all the actors who are in Band of Brothers. And so when I saw Neil McDowell, I was like, awesome, you know? And he is really good. He's a very good actor. He's great as a bad guy. But you're right. I don't know if I really feel it. He does He does menacing pretty good, though, you know? Yeah. But um, I'm not feeling him. Like Razal al Ghul, I didn't really feel him as a bad guy, honestly, you know? yeah. Um, so it's, it's tough. And, and like I said, the whole, like, I just like, I think it was last episode where, um, you know, Ali's always worried about, um, I can never remember his sister's name. Thea. Thea. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he's worried about her kind of going off the rails and everything. And so like, they get back to the, the arrow cave and he's like, can I talk to you? And they like take two steps and he starts like getting in her face and like, um, Everyone else is still here. <laughs> like, they can still tell you're, you're not having a private conversation at all. And it just is like stuff like that, where it's like this little, all these, know, it's just like this soap opera-ish type stuff. that. Uh, yeah,
0: and you mentioned The Flash. And I guess the one thing that we probably both like about The Flash is it's almost gone off away from... A superhero show to more of a sci-fi show yeah oh yeah 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 for sure and, and now that they've got you know the, the little parallel universe thing going uh, i uh, love
1: the earth two stuff those are my favorite comics from dc when i was a kid like whenever they had crisis on earth two man oh that was the best series it's awesome Yep. Uh, and then, of course,
0: The Leftovers. Oh, wait, before uh, you go,
1: I just got to put this out there because I don't know if I've mentioned this before. But, okay. But Firestorm is like my absolute favorite DC. I actually collected the Fury of Firestorm uh, comics when I was a kid. I think I still have Firestorm number one, which actually might be worth a pretty penny. I should go and check and see how much. But uh, So I think we might get Firestorm back before too long, which is awesome. I yeah. think Ronnie's going to be back.
0: I'm not sure how I feel about that, but speaking of getting people back, uh, the leftovers, yeah. you know, I think we mentioned earlier, or, or I, I even mentioned that little qu- quick take five I did a couple of weeks ago. But man, what a a 90 degree turn for the beginning of season two, and it's the same kind of thing that Game of Thrones does that I don't like. It's that you you watch a whole weeks a whole weeks episode and there's a whole group of characters that you don't even see right yeah so i i hope they're not planning on doing that in game of thrones but are you are you in the leftovers in in the leftovers leftovers. are you caught up on leftovers Uh, i I
1: haven't seen uh this week's yet
0: oh my there is one just uh, down uh, a frightening scene really I'll, i'll just leave it at that okay now now the other show, and, and it's a non-genre. Well, of course, I'm watching Agents of Shield, but the non-genre show, and I've mentioned this to you, and I think you said you're not watching it, is Blind Spot with Jamie Alexander, right. who uh, was uh, Lady Sif in Agents of Shield. Okay, it's it's really pretty good. I mean, I think we're like five episodes in, and I'm still into it, so I'm going to keep watching it. If you like, it's not sci-fi, but it, it certainly. Uh, mystery and you know she's tattooed from head to toe she doesn't remember anything and kind of like memento there a little bit
1: yeah 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 um you know i just i I really didn't take on any new shows um i started watching scream queens a little bit and it was okay but when i started looking at how many shows i'm watching a week i'm like man i just i just it's not good enough for me to to just make that commitment to it, you know, and I'm, I'm officially breaking up with American horror story. Yeah. You said yeah, that we're calling it quits. We're split I'm done with it. The first two seasons were great. It's been kind of going downhill since. And, uh, and I, th- it's just, I, I just don't really find it enjoyable. I, I, and I find it actually repetitive. It's like the kind of the same thing over again. People are super messed up. and They just try to find another way to shock you, another messed up thing to put in there. And, this, and the story suffers, right? It's, there's not really a story going there. I, I, we're done. I'm done with American okay. Horror Stories.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's tackle something that we're not done, that we're just revisiting again, and uh, that is Dark Angel. Season 2, Episode 7, Some Assembly Required, written by Robert Doherty, who is the creator, executive producer, and writer of the mystery series Elementary, which, you know, it's, again, one of those shows that gets great reviews. Uh, I just have never watched it. Uh, You know, I liked it the first time when it was called
1: Sherlock. It was really good then. So (laughs) I'll just keep that.
0: Okay. Uh, It was directed by Nick Mark, who's done a bunch of Buffy the Vampire Slayers and some of the X-Files. And this one aired November 16th, 2001. All right, so got a couple guest stars. Brian Markinson, always good to yeah, see him. the and, Mark was bad. Yeah, as Dr. Sam Carr. And, 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 you know, I really like him as the Dr. Sam Carr. I mean, he's so much more understated than, than pretty much anything we see him, especially Continuum, but, you know, I really like him. Yeah,
1: well, you didn't see him in Mad Men, probably, but it's... No, no. He, I mean, he played a doctor in Mad Men, too, and, and very un- markinsonian role if that's a word maybe i just made up a new word yeah um you know where he's a very kind of reserved guy and, and not uh doesn't have any emotional outbursts or anything so
0: i guess it's probably not fair to call william gregory lee who plays zach a guest star but i certainly wasn't expecting him to reappear
1: well i wasn't necessarily expecting him to reappear this soon but i was totally expecting him to reappear
0: Okay, well, we saw uh, it before, right? We had like the Hannibal Lecter deal. Like we knew he was still alive. Yeah. So uh, but just one thing about William Gregory Lee. uh, He just completed a film called Domain that's slated for a 2016 release. IMDb describes it as this. Straight to video. uh, Well, it didn't say that. (laughs) Oh. After a deadly virus wipes out most of humanity, the survivors are forced to wait alone in self-sustaining bunkers while the viral threat runs its course. Able to communicate through a networked video interface, the survivors wait for years and slowly become a motley family of sorts. But their fragile social ecosystem is shattered when one by one they start mysteriously disappearing from their bunkers. So, Actually, I mean, see, that's the thing about like these kind of like second tier
1: movies is that they, they always sound awesome like that and then you watch and it's like oh that wasn't that well, like my son's a sucker for those he's like oh this movie's awesome dad I'm like you know you look up on Rotten Tomatoes it's got like a, a 15% approval or whatever you know it's like um john i don't think this movie is as awesome
0: as you think it is bud you yeah know. well sounds like he should check out kevin batchelder's b movie oh, yeah? uh, podcast i'm gonna yeah, send him to iron
1: sky i think as well oh I'm, my I god you know
0: <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> anyway so for me one of the things i liked about this episode was, was you know seeing zach again sure A- and one of the things i hated about it was seeing zach again absolutely because, and again, it's funny. I had to explain to somebody that I was shocked they didn't know what it meant. Oh, you were there. Yeah. Right, uh, about what jumping the shark means. Yeah. Now, well, Jay, I'm not ready to not, call he's this.
1: He's not like very TV you know, savvy. You
0: know? Yeah, and I guess you're right because it's certainly not a film uh, right. you know, element. But uh, And I'm certainly not saying that they were jumping the shark here. But, but still,
1: he was a kid in the 70s.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah,
1: like if we're talking T V, you say jump in the shark, like w- what else could we be talking about? Like you you, yeah. you definitely were watching Happy Days. If exactly. if you were born between nineteen sixty five and nineteen seventy five, you saw Fonzie jump in the shark. Just as like we yeah. saw him uh, on his motorcycle jumping all those cars and everything. You know, you yeah. totally saw it because everyone watched Happy Days because you know why? Because there was only three stations, Dave.
0: Yep and at least he did know who fonsi was but uh, right. All right all right now you know one of the things that really struck me this is the second time that Zach has had to rebuild his life right i mean the first time yep. the escape from manticore sure. and he was always the leader you know and now he's just reduced to a shell of himself and he even was when we first met him in this episode which was which was kind of sad but by goodness by the end of this episode yeah, and it's funny how you say shell, right?
1: Because, like, you know, he's got, like, a shell.
0: Well, yeah, and, and uh, again, I was thinking about that, especially in context of having said jumping the shark, that, well, okay, we we knew he, you know, he shot himself in the head right? so that Max could have his heart, and then we learned that they extracted his other organs yes, and, and were just keeping him alive. But, you know, I, I suppose at this time period... I mean, look, we have artificial organs now. Sure. So you know who, who's to say that an organization but have they really come up with a viable artificial heart? Like I don't even know. It's... Sure, Dr. Christian Barnard. Well, oh no, I guess his that was a real a real heart. But yeah, I think they have. I don't know. Now I'm just making stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know to tell. You almost think they'd have to, but in their society, right, talking, okay, no, in, 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 in this world it would certainly seem plausible that that he's got these and as dr carr says that they're actually more efficient than his original so you know so so certainly we're led to believe that 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 gives us hope that we're going to see zach but you know obviously by the end of the episode where he's you know got to rebuild his life now a third time and Probably even has no recollection, well, uh, well, actually that's one of the cool things because I guess they describe it sort of like a hard drive. You can erase the information, but it's still there right, and I guess that's what we saw to be you know beginning he'd start making little connections as he would remember things and and I guess that's what he'll have to do again. but uh the other thing this is the second time that he's been used as part of an experiment. And they don't say Manticore, but I guess we assume Manticore is behind you know, him as he is. Sorry, I was reading about artificial hearts. Did <laughs> <laughs> do they have artificial hearts?
1: Uh, yeah, they do. Um, it, it looks like they have. Uh, so yeah, I guess they actually put them in kids now, even.
0: Okay so so I guess it's Manticore that's controlling him but we assume it's Manticore that that you know implanted him with these Sure uh, but replacement but the, I don't know if they're controlling him because we well Manticore's gone right Right well I I guess that's one of the questions that I, I, again you know it's been I mean, several uh, months since we
1: Yeah what's the guy's name? White. Boom. Yeah. I just pulled that right out of my butt Dave. Nice.
0: Um but he's not really Manticore though right? He's like some mm-hmm. kind of other agency Right, who was trying to put the kibosh, and and yeah. then of course, obviously, Lydecker's still out there. Sure, but he's not um, controlling nothing, right? Well, I guess you're right. Yeah. Now, now, well, so I, think, I also, think like
1: the idea was probably that he would be controlled by Manticore, but then Manticore went uh, belly up, and so now he's like just out there on his own.
0: Okay, but if Manticore invested all of this, certainly money, technology, whatever, in in giving him these organs. Did he just like walk away? Did somebody capture him? Did they send him out to do something? I you know, or did we'll f- did someone haul him out and sell him to
1: the, the Steelheads?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, uh now the other thing is we we find out that he's got nanocytes, which then takes us back to Revolution and the nanites sure. and 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 uh, obviously, this is a concept that's been around sci fi for a while now, but we saw uh, in
1: Doctor Who too didn't we?
0: yeah, I'm sure we did, but but I mean, isn't this probably part of an experiment? The fact that he's got these nanocytes that regenerate his skin, right I guess well that's you what just
1: it's get did. a feeling that they is just like, hey, let's you know like like you know maybe they got some of that z weed, and they're just hanging around just like, hey, dude, let's uh." Let's do this. Let's let's give them, like, a big red eye. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. It's just like they they just whatever. Like, they just freewheeling, do whatever they
0: kind of felt off the top of their head because there's some weird stuff that comes out of Manticore, right? Oh, yeah, no question. You know, there hasn't been a whole lot of shipping, I mean, outside of, obviously, Max and Logan, which I guess we don't want to make light of that because that's a primary uh, plot point, but... You know, Alec tells Max that he thinks Zach has the hot for, hots for her, and I guess he's not wrong. But it's again, it's so weird the way he's got these little images, these little snippets, and when you put them together, the way he's putting them together, I guess you understand that's well. Yeah, seems like uh, we liked each other. Yeah, well, I think what's happening is he's making connections one at a time, and so like
1: he, something sparks a memory, and then everything associated with that memory. So remember, oh yeah, I remember at one time I was really into Max, and I, I was in love with her, and so then, boom, 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 all he can recall are all the things that are kind of he has in that. It's it's really kind of an interesting. Kind of take on on how memory works, right? Sure. Um, so that like this one thing sp- that sparks this memory, and then, but because he's without all the other constituent memories of his entire life, all he can remember is this one strain of, you know, like uh, it's like opening up a single folder in your in your laptop instead of all of them,
0: right? Like you just all you're getting is that one little bit of information. Right. I, mean, I love so- Max. Right, and seeing that one file in that folder maybe triggers a memory of something in another folder that you haven't opened. Right, but at least it's it's still there. Uh, you know, the other thing that I I have really liked, and and again, it came out more in this episode, is the dynamic between Alec and Max. That okay, yeah, I, I think we've we we've said uh, he's a good looking guy, sure, and and when we first meet him, he's supposed to be her breeding partner, right, and they just detest each other but they don't you know what i mean it's like sex sexually there's no chemistry well when we first met he was a serial killer named ben right well that's good point was it ben i think so yeah um
1: but yeah like jensen ackles is great you know i I didn't mention supernatural yes i am still watching supernatural in case anyone was concerned when we were talking about what we're watching before um so i just yeah he's awesome it's just great to see him. It's great to see him in here. He's fantastic, and the 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 give and take between him, especially because he was trying to like little get with her before. Uh, I think he realizes now that's not in the picture, and so he's kind of taking more. I guess antagonistic kind of uh, yeah sure yeah you know, way like he's almost like Loki to her Thor
0: oh nice yeah I, uh, I like it oh uh? no, yeah yeah <laughs> um, all right now. You know, you, you said a few minutes ago, and rightly so, Manticore's supposed to be dead. Um, who programmed Zach to see eyes only as the enemy? Uh, so was that Renfro before she died? I think that, yeah, before...
1: I, I think what we're seeing is what they were... I mean, obviously, is working towards some kind of endgame with him to make him, like, I mean, a Terminator. We see later on in the episode, he's got the leather jacket, the metal skull showing like half 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 uh, metal half skin red eye clearly terminator reference so i I think that that's what they were going for they were trying to make a
0: terminator uh someone who could go and wipe out all like the x5s that got away right now you know you you said x5s and obviously that's a connection that max has with zach but there doesn't seem to be any bro love between zach and alec Is that because there are different exes? It
1: it could be, or it's just, you know, you know how, like, even before he, quote, unquote, died, um, Zach was always really protective of Max and jealous of any other males. I mean, that's, that that hostility that he has with uh, Logan, that's just, that just carries over from their relationship from before, right? Yeah. Because, you know, he always, like, they were, he was, they're always kind of like competing for max and and uh, you know Zach was always really kind of uh, you know bitter about uh, Logan's relationship with Max so
0: yeah and Max in fact has to make a decision in this episode basically it boils down to Logan or Zach and she's of course still dealing with the guilt over releasing all the Manticore beings into the world and I guess at the end of the day all any of them want is just a chance at a normal life, whatever that is. Right, and and
1: that's what it breaks down to with, uh, you know, at the end, um, Zach having a chance at that. Yeah. You know, and, and Max being happy vicariously because, I mean, that's obviously what she wants, uh, probably more than anything else. Uh, but so she gets some vicarious pleasure out of knowing that at least someone else is going to be able to enjoy that, uh, you know that life
0: a normal yeah, life and we, right and we'll just see if anybody will leave them alone long enough for that to happen sure so all right speaking of alone the other thing that struck me is that at this point sketch is the only one of the group that doesn't know the truth about max right even dr carr knows does herbal know is herbal no well no you're herbal. right or er, er, no right herbal doesn't know okay. and, of, and of course uh uh Gosh, what's the boss's name? See, it's Normal. been so long. Normal, right? Normal. So, all right. Well, anyway, let's let's take a look at the opening scene. And Reagan steal- W. Ronald. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the steelheads that we encountered in the previous episode, which was two, where Sketchy got beaten up over some steroids yes. that were being sold. So they've returned to ransack an electronics store by for- Alex. Right. See, this stuff was coming back to me a
1: little bit at a time as I'm watching. So, like, oh, yeah, Sketch didn't get his ass kicked. Oh, yeah, Alec was the one
0: selling the steroids. Exactly. Um, But it it appears they ransacked this electronics store for really no apparent reason other than to wreak havoc. I mean.
1: Yeah. if, If you had shit sticking out of your head like that, you'd probably be annoyed. Lot, I get, well
0: i guess they really didn't need d batteries but uh but then they noticed they're being captured on a security camera and and then we cut to logan showing max the footage after the fact and obviously the kicker is that zach's with them though as you mentioned he seems to have a new terminator-esque look on one side of his face sure. uh, so it's like ah okay ah, i see where we're going all right so uh so on the one hand we've got that the storyline that that we're trying to help zach reintegrate into society and recover his memories which uh, you know I, I think you really described the whole process really really well there oh thank you um and and first of all we're all surprised that not only is he alive well I'd surprise wouldn't be the word oh well, okay well, but that he seems to be able to function in the world. Okay,
1: I'd be a little bit surprised that he's...
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, after all, he did suffer a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. Yeah, but, uh, and, you know, has organs uh, harvested and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the first step for Max after seeing the video, obviously, is to find Zach. To do that, she needs the aid of Alec, who is now out of the steroid business, but, uh, you know, he's he's not ready to go back and do battle with the steelheads which on the one hand i guess i was surprised at but then on the other hand keep a low profile you know if you keep kicking everybody's ass yeah yeah especially in the same place right although although he does well the the
1: alec is like always like kind of looking at the practical side of things right like well sure he's very pragmatic and, and so he's like you know if I, I i it'd be really bad for me to go back there and be in that situation again yeah you know, so well i think he
0: even says he's worried that they'll come with guns next time and yeah i mean i, but g- like, I guess who cares
1: can... Alex? honestly like like when his guns stopped any of the X's at all well true
0: right really? except
1: for you know like when zach shot himself and everything but. yeah
0: well, it's still got to hurt though but sure but but we find out that zach's blood contains nanites that repair his physical damage and, and that was you know when he wakes up at max's place the next morning it was like okay that was pretty cool
1: sure well uh, probably they were like do you know how much budget we have for this freaking episode we can't have him running around with half a face the whole time heal him for crying out loud
0: well it also reminded me of farscape remember that one guy that had, that had the uh, little metal cover on the one side of his face. I think when he took it off, it was like, yeah, it was okay, like there yeah, yeah. was nothing, uh-huh. literally nothing there. Yeah, 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 I can't remember the guy's name. Hey, um, by the way, did you take that the, that sci-fi quiz that was on? Uh, I d- I did. I got a seventy-one percent. I-, I know nothing. Yes, I know. I, I know. You, I think guys. you scored. No, actually, somebody one of the one of the, uh, other members got like in the eighties, but uh, you had the highest after that. Nice. Uh, I know absolutely nothing about the Star Trek shows other than the original,
1: yeah, yeah, and they' had like
0: a, I got all like the the old sci fi shows wrong, yeah, so. some of those I got right, all right, uh, all right, so Zach's piecing together the fragments of the memories he has, glimpses, images, flashes, and then, like we said, he incorrectly determines that he and Max had some kind of relationship, but we could see pretty early on where this was going to head which was eventually him trying to you know pull her in for a kiss but um you know she wouldn't kiss him you know well heck with you stay handcuffed to that pipe right we're at crash and again you talk about like like 180 turns zach seems really relaxed even having fun which we've clearly never seen before uh playing uh God, what's the game, the little soccer game? What's it called? Foosball. Foosball. Jeez. Yeah. God, I'm telling you, man. I'm, my memories need to uh, <laughs> reconnect here. Right. You just um, plug yourself into your
1: computer. Like.
0: And And, you know, at this point, I'm starting to think that, you know, his life might hold some promise. This guy might be able to find a new life and actually be happy. And... You know, then, of course, Alec tells her that, you know, he he notices the way Zach looks at her, and, and you know, I'm wondering, well, does she not notice? Yeah. I mean...
1: Yeah, well, I, I, you know, she thinks of him as, as a brother, though. So, yeah, sure. So, you know, those signs of affection that, she, you know, anyone else would take as, like, you know, he's macking on me, uh, she just takes for, you know, kind of like,
0: you know, brotherly signs of affection. I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not. Well, I, I mean, is it different than say, like, uh, uh, you know, going after your best friend's sister? Well, I guess it's not exactly. Yeah, same.
1: no, no, because like, because cause, like from you know, you like you just don't even ever think of like a brother or sister in that way, right? Yeah. So you get a hug from your brother and sister. It's one thing. You get a hug from some guy who's not your brother or sister, then it's something completely different, you know. Yeah, so so, so I just don't think she she doesn't see him like that, and and that's probably part of the problem with with Zach right. and everything.
0: Well, you know, he tells her he loves her, but you know, it's certainly not in the same way that Max loves him, like you said. I mean, she loves him as a brother, and then he's like, I, I guess he's starting to, you know, as we said, put piecing things together he's like I died for you and he did this to me and we're thinking like okay does he mean Logan I guess and, and obviously we, we kind of learned that he does mean Logan right and it, it, it's really heartbreaking to see him see himself as a failure because of the things that transpired as a result of manticore and, and sure, like a little sissy and crying and everything oh come on, come on. god you are cold oh, yeah what a tool God. <laughs> um, it, it, oh, so you, I guess you didn't like, and he falls to his knees, emotional pain. No. What did they do to me? What am I? Yeah. Well, what is he? <laughs> Suck it up.
1: Come on, you're an X five for crying out loud. This is unbecoming.
0: Well, but see, I mean, that's the thing. He isn't an X five anymore. Well, he yeah, probably is kind of well i don't see i would disagree i mean i think that the x5 it's it's uh you know it's an intellectual it's training you know all of which you know like maybe he has it there deep down inside but certainly the connections are far from being made the way they were sure sure that's true well and this is it's this is kind of
1: actually an interesting question because as we progress like scientifically where we can change out a heart or a lung or a or uh, you know, maybe even someday a brain. You know, like when does the person stop being like? If you get a boat, right? This is like kind of the analogy I've heard before. You get a boat and you change the engine, and then you get like the decking refinished and then or and changed out. Or you know, like at what point is that boat still the boat you bought? Right? You get new sails, uh, you get new rigging, you get new planks. You get new engine. Is it still the
0: same boat? Well, well, you know what that's making me think of, and I, I don't know if you ever showed it in your class. I show part one of the BBC America sci-fi documentary series, where the first episode talks about artificial intelligence, and that's one of the concepts that they talk about. It's like, at what point does a machine start to become human, and what point does the human start to become machine? And that I'll tell you what point, buddy. It's called the singularity, my friend. Well, there you go. Exactly. And and that pretty soon everything blurs together. I mean, look, my mother-in-law has two artificial knees. Okay. Really? Uh, you know, I mean, that's to a certain extent machinery. And, sure. and you know, there are plenty of people that are going to have replacement knees, replacement hips, shoulders. And, yeah. and so... Yeah, uh, yeah, so when so when he says what am I? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I really feel his pain there because he he's conscious enough, cognizant enough to know that I don't know what I am, but I'm not human. And if nothing else, I mean, the X5s were human. Superhuman, right. but still human.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, here 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 we get to like, you know, what what is human, you know? Just just because he's has artificial organs, um but he still has the old brain, right? Though, so, I guess.
0: I'm I'm shedding a tear here in my studio for the Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles and Yeah. S- Summer Glow. Right. Right. I mean
1: Yeah. That was that was a big part of it, especially season two with
0: that, right? Like
1: yeah, absolutely. When when oh, I can't remember the name of the what they call i I gotta rewatch i gotta do a rewatch dave it's been too long gotta rewatch but but yeah i mean but that was like a big thing it's like she's actually uh becoming human john connor is getting super attracted to her oh and the the girl riley is she i think yeah she was on uh what was she in i think she was in mad men i just saw her in something recently Okay. Remember Riley from Terakonaka? I, I do, yeah.
0: And I mean, look, uh, as we've said before on this podcast, I mean, you know, the show Humans is exploring that, sure. that yeah. concept as well. Yeah. So, uh, Humans, well, Humans, you know, does it probably better
1: than any anyone I've seen. You know, like because that that line between human and
0: machine is yeah. like completely blurred, right? But, but I guess it, it, it is. But I guess that's one of the things that I like so much about Sarah Connor Chronicles is because, you know, clearly she's more machine than in humans. Right. But of course, I guess somebody could argue, well, not really. But
1: but yeah, well, there's the one episode where she's like remembering like because she was like like I guess they put memories in her from a person. Right. She starts to remember the person. Right. Like in her head. That was crazy. Dude, we um, should do season two. Like, yeah. you and Michael did season one. We got. We should do season two, dude. That, yeah. That'd be awesome.
0: Okay, well, well, we'll think about it. So good. So um,
1: good. That, you know what, that, that, that might be, that, that might compete with Firefly.
0: Well, you know what, when, when, you know, if we're looking for a, a take five to do, where if we want to do something short together, we could maybe just kind of run down a quick list of things we're considering. Right. <laughs> that'd be like a take. 35 maybe yeah well whatever (laughs) all right well anyway uh, so because of the back to
1: on topic here we go yeah let's do it (laughs) let's focus focus all the way in
0: now Dave straight to the end line let's go all right so because of the manticore conditioning Zach sees Logan as a threat but at this point he doesn't know manticore burned to the ground true right so so that kind of adds to Uh, What's going on in the episode? Zach goes after Logan, who he perceives as a threat. Right. And then uh, we got that parking garage fight scene where Max electrocutes him to disable him. And again, I'm thinking like, well, did she kill him? I thought maybe, but, you know, clearly she didn't. Because then we see uh, that they've taken him to Dr. Carr, who says he's going to recover his memories have been reset. I love that concept, though. Yeah, right. And, and, and I'm and I'm fine with it. You, you know, they're still there. You didn't wipe them out, but it, it's like he's back. All the progress he made, all the gains he 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 made, he doesn't have anymore. So he's going to have to start over. He could potentially reconnect them. And then Max says that she needs him more than ever. But she's not willing to risk her relationship with Logan, and well, she- but
1: I think she she realizes also that like that it just causes trouble when she's around Zach, you know. Well, right, but why does she say? What does she need him for, really? Well, because he's family. Okay, right. Okay, like her brother. Yeah, you know? like you want to have family. You're like she, I mean, like all along, I think she's really feeling this. I, we've we've been talking about since the pilot this her need for connection, like a human connection, like to have a family, to have people close to her, you know?
0: Right, and I guess you're right because, you know, people like Cindy, uh, Logan, Sketch, to a certain degree, I mean, they're family, but they're not blood, and I I guess she considers Zach blood. Sure, well, I, I'd say th- those people you just mentioned
1: are, she does consider them blood family. Um, yeah,
0: but they're not blood family in the way, you, you like, know? Like, they, you're right,
1: th- they, they didn't, like weren't raised together they didn't go through all that manticore stuff together
0: well they weren't created together true right so um so there's certainly still that connection now we still don't really know what happened to him after his organs were harvested and and you know it's it's certainly sad that even he can't say for sure how his life has transpired how he got to this point and you know maybe we'll find out in flashbacks which you know that'd be okay uh, and, and then I think we knew where his storyline was headed. Logan's able to set him up with a new identity. And a Literally new
1: putting him out the pasture. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. right. He's going to a farm,
0: right? It. You're right. You're right. Um, it's like old Yeller. And, and, you know, and, and I think some might question, and, and I kind of do the ethics here, you know, did logan deliberately find somewhere that you know this dude you're you know you're not even going to get close to her buddy or did he do what he thinks is best for him um yes okay (laughs) i think both
1: i think there's a little both there right okay like a um they they kind of all agree that what's best for zach is that he gets out of dodge and is far removed from everything else um but I think Logan also is not afraid to send him far, far away from Max.
0: Yeah, to- which, which ironically is what he would have told them, you know, if, if he was calling the shots in this scenario, because right, that was his mantra. Sure. Hey, go far away and get lost. Right, right, run away to Canada where they'll never find you. Yep. All right, now, you know, we, we did have the little – steelhead side story you know and they've got these bio implants and, and look and, and you mentioned and obviously the, that's the first thing you notice about them is that they've got all of these uh implants uh w- what's the opposite of an implant uh
1: an explant
0: An uh, explant I don't know but you know the stuff, the sticking, metal out stuff sticking out of their head
1: stuff sticking out your eyebrow I think would be But
0: the... but there it's more than just decorative apparently for them which I don't think I realized when we first met them in the last episode right. that yeah. they're also into revving up their bodies sure sure
1: and uh but I think we, I think maybe we did get that or I'm getting confused with something else but I mean certainly here we see with like the the hand that they put on that can like, the super hand that's
0: kind of part of this new culture right and I'm guessing we're gonna see them around because they're trafficking in organ harvesting bio implants you know all sorts of mayhem and they're now on logan's radar and and, hey that's what logan does is he takes down the bad guys yeah so all right what's with the coffins do they sleep in them yeah i guess so that was weird (laughs) huh
1: you know what uh my dad went to uh well actually i went to the same school my dad went to but when i was there in college at canisius um i didn't know that yeah 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 my dad went there too I mean, not at the same time, obviously, but uh, um, but my dad said that there was a, a priest there at the time who was in this order. I can't remember what they were called, but they slept in coffins. Wow! So you know that was that that was freaky. But that guy wasn't you know, wasn't there by the time I got there. So
0: yeah, well, you know, obviously they realize that Zach's blood contains these nanocytes and, and it, it apparently can repair damage. So what they decide to do is filter out the nanocytes. Right. And at first I thought it was to sell on the black market, which it may be, but I, I think it's also for personal self-consumption use, yeah. as well. Exactly, personal use uh, only. Uh, and then when they realized that Max must be one of these Manticore escapees, well, you know, Maybe she's got it, too. Well, of course, she doesn't, but they don't get that far, fortunately. The other story, you know, how is it that he got hooked up with the Steelheads? You know, did uh, a third party tip them off? Right. You know, I mean, he doesn't seem conscious enough to have made a deal himself. Yeah, yeah. Well, he has
1: no memory of anything. So, I mean, I'm thinking is that probably when manticore was going down someone got him out and said you know sold him
0: yeah and that's what i'm figuring because you know you notice eddie addresses him as soldier tells him to move out using all these you know this military right uh, jargon so right so i think it's pretty obvious he was sold by somebody from manticore because again does the average person really know what was going on at manticore and my guess is no.
1: No. No, certainly not the average. I mean, there's probably a lot of people at Manticore who didn't know what's going on at Manticore. Right. Good good point. So, yeah. But uh, right, well, how much does it suck for Logan that the exoskeleton is out of commission now, though? Oh, he took a bullet. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's right. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, because like you see Michael Weatherly up and walking around. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's got the exoskeleton. And now he doesn't. So, you know, where's that going? Oh, I guess he could always fix it, I reckon. But.
0: I don't know. Pretty, pr- pretty sure I saw soldering iron in his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> so, this should be all right, I guess. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. Uh, so, and during
1: uh, that fight, did she kick Zach right in the nuts? She did, in fact. Yeah, okay, I just wanted to make sure that they,
0: uh, that we had that. That's what I saw. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. So we get to the closing scene. You know, Zach wakes up in a hospital bed, looking normal though clearly he's got some injuries the cybernetic arm is gone right and Buddy is sitting in a chair talking to him telling him that you know you work on my you've worked on my farm for the past three years and his new name is Adam Thompson yeah Adam Adam right yeah yeah, yeah right sure okay, okay. Uh, son of Tom him,
1: yeah could be something like I don't know you, you,
0: you know you drove into Seattle and had an accident you were doing farm business and then then we start to wonder, well, okay, well, what's what's reality? What's fantasy? Until Buddy wheels Zach out of the room, because I'm starting to think that he's having some sort of a, a dream that you know, almost, uh-huh. you know, almost like Lenny and uh, Lenny and George, you know. Sure. Uh, okay, we're gotcha. buy a farm. Right. 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 You get, yeah. you get all the rabbits. Um, and then we see Zach. I'm sorry, then Max. Zaxi's Max, right. well, of course, we do, too, sitting in the waiting era, area. Do I know you? And, you know, obviously, we assume Logan arranged. And then, and then what she this. says? she says, no,
1: I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going back to Cali. Cali yeah. Like L.A. Cool J, right? Uh, you know that song? If, if you say so. Going back to Cali? That's like things like, I'm going back to Cali, Cali, Cali. I'm going back to Cali. Yo, I don't think so. So you know it's probably like total shout out there to the LO cool j song what do you think okay.
0: well californication <laughs> that's all i know nice so. all right it's on anyway. netflix now yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know there's something comforting about ending each show with max on the space needle but it got a little melodramatic this time you know yeah. the whole you got to make sacrifices for the ones you love. No, That's I, I thought I the... saw
1: the American flag flying in the
0: background. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know, but it's still, it's okay. I mean, I, you know, I think the few episodes that did not end on the space needle were a disappointment to me because I've just, yeah. like I said, there is something comforting. So you just about need it. that closure. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Um, you, you like you like everything. You
1: like you like your routine. I do. So
0: you know, all in all, pretty good episode and, yeah, and I, I liked it it was, it was yeah, I mean, I mean, it was just
1: so much fun to be back and seeing like like sketch and everything i, I like the one um time when you know Zach is in Jam and he says, "I always like sketchy, I think yeah, <laughs> yeah." yeah. I think that's probably, that's like a great lie because that's probably like everyone's reaction to sketchy. <laughs> like, even as the watchers like, do I like
0: sketchy or do I not? You know, like sometimes he's awesome and hilarious and sometimes he's a total douche. So, and, and you know, that's probably my favorite scene in the whole episode. just that, that Zach is just so happy. I mean, he's just like a little kid that's able to drink beer right. uh, and play foosball but it's just, we don't see any of them. I don't remember any of the Manticore kids ever really smiling. Sure, right. I mean, right, when you right. think about Max, it's not a yeah. very common occurrence.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we mentioned that before. Like, uh, yeah, their lives are pretty bleak. And, and it was like, so that, but I mean, that's like the only part about having like a regular bar is that, you know, like the, um, the, you know, the cyber enhanced punks know exactly where to find you if you're always going to the same bar, right? Well that's true. So if you want don't want to get uh, jumped by cyber enhanced uh punks, then, then you should like
0: change it up every now and then. Good point. So that's the advantage I have. I never leave my house, you know. Well they, but then silly, like they, they, they you're easy to find, right? Oh, ah, good point. Ah crap. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Every now and then you gotta get out, man. Okay, well right now I'm I'm safe. I okay, I go out to get the mail today. Uh huh. And something catches my eye. We, we've got like two fairly big trees in the front yard, and something catches my eye about the one on the right. That you know, there's just some some line or whatever that just. So I look over and something. I start walking closer. There's a freaking bee's nest. I, I'm telling you, it, dude. It's like over a foot wow. long. Yeah, it must be about ten inches in diameter. I think like, they'd go up overnight, right, basically. Oh, my God. Well, you know, I, like I told you, my tractor's been broken for a while, so I've had this guy, the guy that cuts lawns for everybody in the neighborhood. I'm thinking, like, dude, did you not see that yeah. <laughs> when you're cutting around the tree? It's yeah. like you didn't think to tell me, hey, you know, maybe you could take care of that so I don't get my ass stung. But Yeah, yeah. We
1: had we had a huge, huge, uh, I guess, wasp nest that was up in a tree in our yard that, um, you know, we were just waiting for um, – I guess it, it went up in the spring and we were going to wait for like fall and then pull it down. And, you know, the, you know, the kids like smoke it out and, they, you know, make sure all the, the, everything, there was nothing living inside it. The kids were like, oh, we're going to take it to my science teacher. But then it like rained really hard one night and the whole thing fell down. So uh, well, it was probably, it was probably huge. just as well. Yeah, probably just as well. It probably would not have ended well with our original plan. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, anything else about Dark Angel? no i don't think so i love the
1: normal like now he's totally paranoid about max and scared of her and everything yeah
0: and with good reason afraid that
1: she's gonna go postal
0: well yeah oh yeah well how about uh Yeah. yeah how about normal yeah yeah which is uh so all right well anyway uh want to thank you for joining us tonight. Love to hear from you about Dark Angel, Firefly, you know, anything else you think we should be watching and encourage you to join the Facebook group if you're already a member. Spread the word. Emails to sci-fi-tv-rewatch at gmail.com or voicemails via SpeakPipe, which you can access through the website. And I, I kind of think I know where next week is headed because we'll be back with episode eight of Dark Angel entitled Gill Girl. But, yeah, all right.
1: Until then, so Dave, it just brought back like a really bad memory of mine. I mean, one time I was just out in my backyard playing with my toys, and this this freaking huge hawk flies down, steals one of my toys, and and just flies off. And my mother just yelled at me, said, "You find out where that bird took GI Joe and get our boy back."